a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere peasants. Use this week on The Million Dollar Plan, it's one of those guests that, oh, the emailers love. Someone who's doing well financially, but the real question is, are they doing well enough? That guest joins me now. His name is Fake Name Brian. Hello, Fake Name Brian. Good afternoon, Pete. Uh, are you good looking? Are you a good looking fella? Uh, I'm an engineer, so probably not. So no. Um, yeah, neither am I. I so I, I get it. I get it. We're in the same boat. So uh, fake name Brian, uh, what brings you here? Are you looking for a little bit of butt kicking? Are you, are you looking to see how things can get better? Like, what, what, what do you need from me? I, I've, I've kicked my own butt enough on, I think, uh, getting debt and spending under control. But our, the question my wife and I continually have is kind of, when when can we call putting money away for retirement you know say yes we've got that accomplished and we can do other things with that money okay um, so my, my question is really what to do next uh, okay so do you feel like you're putting enough away for retirement i, I mean do you feel that way now i i struggle with that answer i i never think the answer is yes so all right i think that's part of part of the issue well i and and this may sound like i'm uh crazy but that's actually the easy part like we can we can figure that out we can get to a yes no pretty quick on that um the but the question that really determines that is when do you want to retire because at age 67 uh you can make just about anything work if you're in a decent spot but if you want to retire when you're 50 then we got problems have you guys set an age yet yeah i think we're we're, we've talked more and more about leaning towards that 50 55 number and it it may not be a, a full like we, we quit our jobs and, and walk off. It may be a, we do some consulting or we do some other stuff to have income, but you know, 50 would be a great number to be able to do that. All right, now if you're talking 50, hey, we gotta know how old you are, we gotta know more about you. So Nicole, let's take a look at the life of Brian, which by the way, is a great Monty Python show and uh, pretty good reference. Now, let's take a look, Nicole, what do we got going on? Brian is 33 years old. Does that sound about right, Brian? That's it. Okay, good, we got some facts. Right. Gross annual income, it's so gross, it's disgusting. $202,000. Is that just you or you and your significant other? That's both of us. Okay. It, it, not that we're getting into a gender war here. I'm just curious. What's your take versus uh, her take? It's almost 50-50 to the dollar. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. she also an engineer? She is. Do you guys just, like, fax each other love letters? How's this work? <laughs> There's a lot of email involved. I can imagine. Well, but with like the saved thread and charts. Okay, Ned, uh, net monthly income, ninety four hundred a month. Uh, Long term savings, four hundred and five thousand American dollars. Brian, uh, is that uh, all in your four hundred one k's, or where's that? Uh, split between four hundred one k. We've rolled over a couple four hundred one k's as we moved companies, but four hundred one k and and just traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs. Okay. And uh, you got fifteen thousand dollars in savings. Uh, do you have more than that, like somewhere else, or just like if if it hit the fan? And by it, I mean it. Shh. What yeah. what what would you do? Would you only have fifteen grand to your disposal? Um, we've got some some more money in savings, but it's more like fun money, like in our own personal savings accounts. 
Okay. You know, no, no, no questions asked what you spend it on, but at the time that it hits the fan, it's yeah. kind of all in the in the bucket. There should be some questions asked as to what you spend your money on. Like, <laughs> the no questions asked makes me feel like I'm going to get subpoenaed someday. So let's not go with the, <laughs> oh, I can buy whatever I want with that. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Uh, do you have a lot of Bitcoin? <laughs> Don't answer that. Um, so, okay. And you put $3,400 a month, I think was the number I remember, away for savings, right? Yeah, so that's that's including uh, my company's match. My wife's company just started offering, oh, they just started offering a 401k and she's going to start contributing to it on January 1st with her first paycheck All right, of, of the new year. So I'm working with some numbers here, just making sure. You know, Nicole, I gave you I gave you wrong numbers earlier. On, on the million. I mean, go figure. <laughs> We're recording this on a Monday after uh, a 40th birthday party. So my brain's not really working here. Um, so I'm going to give the numbers live as we go. Your million dollar day based on $405,000 set away um, at $3,400 a month going towards your goal at an 8% rate of return average. Uh, your million dollar day is... Uh, March 29th of 2024, March 29th of 2024, two days before my dad's birthday. How does that make you feel? Exciting. That it's my dad's birthday or that you'll be a millionaire? Well, both. Okay, good. Um, And if you work till age 67 at that same pace, which by the way, just if we're being transparent here, is impossible because you'll save more because your income will go up and you'll eventually make it over age 50 which you could put more in. But let's, but we just, you just never know. You'd be at 13.25 million at age 67. Crazy, right? Yeah, they get into astronomically crazy numbers at some point. But and then that would feel like thirty thousand nine hundred and twenty-eight dollars. It wouldn't feel like it would be thirty thousand nine hundred and twenty-eight dollars of income. But because of inflation, uh, it would feel like in today's dollars thirteen thousand three hundred. So here's what we know: number one, you guys make nine grandish a month. Of that nine grand, uh, by the way, how much do you put towards things other than your lifestyles? Of the take-home nine, what goes into savings or? fun money to get whatever you want uh uh, what number yeah so if you take out like mortgage and the daycare and car payments things like that like we live on about forty two hundred dollars a month okay so at this pace you would have three times your monthly income on your current pace at age 67. by the way daycare man that stinks Uh, right so ridiculous. It's more than my mortgage. It's uh, just driving me nuts. You ever, there's the drawer method. You just get like a good chest of drawers. You <laughs> put, put them in a drawer. Okay. I mean, our, dog, our dog already stays in the basement in the cage, so he can keep an eye on it during the day. So. See, I like the way you think. Um, how old's your youngest? She is four months old. Oh my gosh. Can she read? Not no? yet. Not no. yet. Well, you guys get a look but at she that. She does like Green Eggs and Ham, though. That's probably her favorite book. It's a good book. Uh, are you going to have any more? Not to get family planning. It's like you, you ever go out with your buddies and your wife is like, oh, how's Ron? And you're like, oh, Ron's good. And she's like, are they going to have any more kids? And I'm like, honey, do you think I asked Ron if he and his wife are going to have more kids? What do you think we talk about? Not about having more kids. Yeah, it's like, have you ever asked you? 
hey, you guys plan on having any more kids? I would punch someone in the face. If one of my friends is like, we're out, like, we're away. Like, we're away from those sorts of questions. Hey, man, how much do you love your wife? Just shut up, Ron. Sorry. Um, do you guys have any more kids? <laughs> I have no idea. At this point, I've, I've already said, like, I'll have that decision in five years when this, day, this one's out of daycare. Okay. So. <laughs> um... So, oh, so you've got you got five years of, of those expenses. Uh, how how possible is it that any of your incomes change? Yours, hers, the four or four month olds, anybody's? Um, you know, I, I would assume that you know at this point, I don't see us getting any like you know, thirty percent raises. I think it's we're, we're more on a track where we'll see year to year increases, but nothing crazy. Are you in a stable industry? I know engineering. Uh, you know the old STEM. Uh, fields, uh, pretty stable uh, jobs. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not too worried about either of us being unemployed anytime soon. Is she as enjoyable to talk to as you? Because I, at this point in time of our relationship, you're the most engaging engineer I've ever talked to. She's probably actually more enjoyable to talk to than really. Me. She's a lot more, a lot more outgoing. Yeah. You guys are like unicorns. <laughs> um, so let's look at retiring early. Let's see what that looks like. Nicole, I'm kind of fired up today. What do you think? A little bit? You are. You just called our guest and his wife unicorns. Well, I mean, an engaging engineer. Good Lord. I can't wait for you to speak with my father. Oh, yeah. I forgot your dad's The proud mechanical engineer. Don't send him this one. Okay. Um, All right. Let's say 17 years. Let's say you're fitty. Okay. You're fitty. Um, That would be... Now, this is interesting. This is interesting, fake name Brian. You'd be at just over three mil, okay? Your uh, not inflation-adjusted number would be $7,000 of income a month, but your inflation-adjusted number would be $4,600 a month. There's just one major problem. Because 4600 works, by the way, right? Except for health care, yeah. Yeah, well, there's three problems then, okay? There's health care. There's we haven't talked about college. And there's the idea that most of this money if not all of this money uh, is, is traditional qualified money, meaning to access it prior to 59 and a half, you either have to do rule 72T, take substantial equal withdrawals, or, um, which I don't think you can do till 55, I should know this, any financial planning person that listens or watches this show is currently going to email me crappy things. Or uh, you have a penalty or, or tax issue, so we would need non-qualified money to get you to retire in your 50s. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, it, I basically need 10 years of worth of money to cover me. I, I, I think so. Time. I mean, when I look at my own situation of trying to figure out when I want to retire, um, I don't really worry about post 59 and a half, and, and very frankly, neither should you, uh, based on the numbers we've just gone through, but 50 to 60 suck, right? I mean, yeah. It, we did a study and we found that the hardest years of anyone's financial life are ages 47 to 53. Uh, and if you throw retirement in that time frame as well, it gets especially difficult, especially, so you've got a four month old and how old is your, you got other kids too? No, just, just the one. Just the one. You probably already said that. I don't, I don't listen. Also, when I go off my guy friends my wife's like, do you talk about this? And I'm first of all, I'd say no. And even if we did, I wouldn't remember because I don't listen. Um, <laughs> You college? Are you, do you, is the four four month old? I mean, does it seem like the college is a thing. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, if she's anything like us, she's going to be playing with Legos before too long. So, I, oh, you know, yeah. I, I assume that she's going to want to go to college, and 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 so we're we started putting away two hundred fifty dollars a month 
um, just to start off with. All right. Uh, and we've been doing that since she was, you know, three weeks old. When's your house going to be paid off? Well, that's also something to talk about. Well, let's. So we, now's the time. You know what? How about yeah. I call you back in a week, and we can we can we can hit that question. Yeah. So so we've got a thirty year mortgage currently, um, and so that's kind of part of this. You know, right now next year the budget for twenty eighteen we kind of got seventeen to nineteen hundred dollars that we're kind of playing with in mm-hmm. terms of debt reduction, and so we're going to pay off the the one car that we currently uh, uh, that we owe on. Okay. I should say vehicles, not a car. Uh, of course, it, engineers so, always drive trucks. That's the thing. Is it a truck or is it a minivan? Well, I do drive a truck, but it's actually a motorcycle. So, what a motorcycle for your wife? Yeah. No, for me. Oh, um, really? Have you have you yeah. have you like? Wow, you wear a helmet and stuff too. Do you have chaps? Do you have chaps? I do not own chaps, but I do wear a helmet. What's the point of a motorcycle if you don't have chaps? Isn't the whole point of getting a motorcycle so you can grow a mustache and buy some chaps? <laughs> well, I, I apparently do not fit the normal motorcycle rider criteria. Though. You don't have a mustache? I do not. Oh, this is disappointing. Can I take back what I said about liking you? Uh, so you got to pay off your motor. What kind of motorcycle? A Ducati? No, it's not a Ducati. Oh. It, is Indian. A, it is a Harley. A Harley? Yeah. Oh, I never I, thought I'd own one, and it, then I bought one. Isn't an engineer on a Harley trying to be a guy that drives a Harley? Like, I mean, isn't it? An engineer on a Harley is like, I'm cool. I got a Harley. Look, I'm an engineer, <laughs> but I have a Harley. Isn't that what's happening here? <laughs> I have a family full of motorcyclers, so yeah. it's kind of uh, it's kind of is what it is. Well, you aren't good looking, so you need something to attract people to you, right? There you go. The, the motorcycle's it. Is it, Nicole, you think it's bad that I'm insulting our guests? No. Okay. I, I just like the idea of visualizing engineers on Harley, so thank you. Yeah. You, yeah. Ca- you, you never put the bike down because you're always calculating the angles. You're like, ah, oh, I'll stay upright. <laughs> um, okay. So you're going to pay that Sorry. thing off. When's it gone? When's it paid off? Uh, current target is like September of next year. Of 18? Yes. Okay. And then uh, what's at your interest? Yeah. At that point, we're trying to figure out you know, what the, what, what's the next step. What's the interest rate on your mortgage? Three seven five. And you're thirty. How many years in or to it are you? Uh, we refinanced in twenty fifteen. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's the thing you could always just pay it as a fifteen and not refi. Yeah, I mean, basically, if we start adding seven hundred dollars to our payment for principal every yeah. month, then it effectively makes w- it a fifteen year. I would probably do that. You know, I'm a little concerned. I know that you could always take that fun money, which you can you generally do whatever you want with it. I mean, you could do that in the case of emergency. How much, like, if, if I was like, all right, man, I've just kidnapped your Harley and there's a ransom, how much do you think you could come up with, uh, with without tapping your retirement plans? Mm, I want to say somewhere around, you know, including the e-fund and everything else, probably twenty-five or 30000 That's what you want to say? Yeah. You should say it. Well, it is. Okay. It, it Sorry. has been said. Okay. 25, 25 to 30. You made me laugh. What? That's good. Do you, they get anything, Nicole, for making me laugh? The I people? Feel like if we were rating them on a Peter scale, they'd yeah. get an extra Peter. You get an extra Peter for, uh, that <laughs> seems unnecessary. All right. 25 to 30,000. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, here's the way you're looking at this, right? Your, your real expenses are 4,000 something a month. You've got, you've got an emergency fund because you've got more than three times your, your monthly expenses, right? 
Yeah, life insurance. I mean, effectively, yeah. like every every month, right? I mean, if if I chose not to pay extra right. on the motorcycle, we can we can free up nineteen hundred dollars a month. I like that. Well, I, we I had a name for that one, something cute, but it's sort of like a little like an emergency emergency fund. You just like take a breather, and then you've got seventeen hundred bucks. As my wife likes to say, she has buffers for the buffers. Oh, that's a lot of buffers. Sounds like there's some uh, contingency planning going on in your engineering house. <laughs> um, you have life insurance? We do. How much? Uh, we both have $750,000 policies. 750000 yeah. Term? 20-year 20 20 term. And you, when did you buy them? Uh, this year. Is everybody healthy? Uh, I am now. Wife is still... She's, uh, I'll say sort of, yes. Okay. Do you, do you care to, no one knows your name. Do you care to go into it so we can better learn from this? Well, so, um, you know, my, mine was more expensive. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I got diagnosed with cancer two months before we got married. Okay. So how long ago was that? Uh, I've been in remission for six or seven years. Now. Sweet. So I'm right on the hairy edge of like, if I reapply, they told me in like two years, my rate will be like half of what it is today. I have a dear so, friend in your exact same situation, by the way. And they are right on the edge of having their, their rates cut in half, which is nice. Yeah, so they, they basically told me, call us again in two years, and you'll pay a lot less and just re-up your 20-year term. And yeah. health-wise, your wife? Yeah, she's got some ongoing medication where it's, it's treated. Sure. Um, and so she's, she's as healthy uh, as she can be. But she's still cheaper than me because she's a woman. So yeah. It, you know, it doesn't matter. You know what, because we do dumb stuff like road, ride motorcycles. I will agree with that. Yeah. Did you did you get rated for riding a motorcycle, or did you not have it then? Uh, no, I've I've always had a motorcycle, so she's it, she, she's always known me to have one. Do you ever like just pull up and like hop on? Do you ever say that to her, like uh, the, the motorcycle? Has, she has literally been on my motorcycle twice. Really? <laughs> yes. Do you ever just walk up like pull up to like a outdoor mall or like a grocery store and just see someone like hop on? Like was that creepy? <laughs> I think that'd be creepy, for sure. Um, do you think you have enough life insurance? Um, so my thought process was basically three, three things, right? If you split that into thirds, it pays off the mortgage, it pays for college, and leaves effectively working capital for yeah. my wife. I'm, I'm good so. with that. I mean, rules of thumb can be broken because they're sort of lazy generally. And the way you've just thought that through makes sense to me. Um, if you were to have more kids, though, I mean, it's like instant need more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah. that could match up with sort of being off the hairy edge of uh, being remission for seven years or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good point. Will and trust, I assume you have, or will and or trust. Yeah, we also did that. We had, you know, I, I had, as I explained in my email, I had a little bit of the, the freak out moment when the baby was coming. And oh, so we, we went through all of these things. Uh, it's important to know that I've stopped reading those emails. Uh, Nicole, <laughs> Nicole reads them. Here's the thing. We want to know enough, but I don't want to know too much because I don't want to lead the conversation. I just want to react uh, to what we're doing here. Uh, yeah, so, so effectively in, in June, before the baby came, yeah. I, I just completely have, I will call it a mini meltdown, yeah. and uh, went through all this financial stuff. So cool, we, we went good. through a lot of things. And you didn't buy chaps then? I did not buy chaps. So disappointing. I mean, on so many levels. Um, all right. So, okay. I feel like I've got a, is there anything else I need to know right now? Cause right now I feel pretty good about knowing what's happening. Yeah. So the, the only other thing that's, that's still kind of out there is, is potentially I might have some money coming in from another source, uh, that's not unsubstantial, uh, you know, so somewhere in six figures. 
it's not unsubstantial. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. That's such a great thing. It's not unsubstantial. So it's six <laughs> figures. It turns out that's a pretty big range, Brian. I mean, that could be 100000 or could it be 999000 Where do you think it falls? Uh, I would go somewhere in the middle of that, maybe. And then if it happened, when would it happen? Uh, sometime in the next 18 months. What are your pres- and this is where you're going to be angry for giving me a number, and you're going to blame me for jinxing it, and I don't really care. Uh, I do care. I feel bad, but we're doing it anyway. Like, what percentage chance do you have it happening? I would say it's north of 75. Do you have to kill anyone to make it happen? I do not. Okay, good. That was sort of like a legal... I had to ask for legal reasons. <laughs> um, and is it going to be the the middle... Is it going to be the 500 range, or could it be any less? I, I would say it, it, that's kind of top end. So, okay. I mean, re- realistically, if, if I said somewhere between 300 and 400, that would be a very conservative number. And this is clearly not money that can be qualified in nature. I mean, it's going to be, you can't put towards retirement accounts per se. You're, you're going to have to do something different. What are your, if that happens, because we, we probably won't talk between now and then, uh, what, what do you think you'll do with it? I honestly, I have, I have no idea at this point. Probably sit on it for a little while, um, and you know, it, it. You know, my initial feeling is just to throw it in a, a brokerage account, an S and P 500 fund, and just let it grow. But who knows? I may, I may pay down a chunk of the mortgage. I may, you know. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, okay. If I'm you, and, and uh, I'm not, because I'm not an engineer. But if I'm you, here's what I would do. I would put it in something. Uh, Tax sensitive, if if possible, something that can have some tax loss, uh, tax loss harvesting, and I would leave it alone for ten years, um, if not longer, and that becomes your fifty to sixty money. Uh, that solves the problem, right? That takes you from a nine Peter score to a ten Peter score, which is the elusive ten Peter score. Yeah, so that, the only other thing that I thought about was potentially, you know, maybe maybe buying a business or doing something like that would be a good down payment for that. There would be another source of, a different source of income um, besides my day-to-day job. So. Now, as a business um, owner, please allow me to talk you out of that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a lot of fun. It's a good time. We have snacks here. Nicole, we have snacks at our offices. Do we, we not? the best snacks We have amazing snacks. Nature Box. Oh. We're not even sponsored by Nature Box, but our podcast. But we should be. Yeah, except the Big Island Pineapple, they kind of oversell it a little bit. They kind of send it to us in every box. They're like, like it's snuck in. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's really good. It's like, really? It's not. It's a little coinly sweet. Let's not, let's not, you know, BS about your Big Island Pineapple. (laughs) Sorry, Brian, we get excited. Um, You know, know, if that doesn't happen, you're still okay. Uh, If it does happen, you're you're perfect. Um, Yeah, I I, I like your plan. I'm not going to change anything other than... I would not sit on the money if it came in, unless you're really considering a career change. Can you see yourself doing what you're doing now until you're 50? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I'd enjoy it. Would you have an unscratched itched itch of entrepreneurial spirit if you did what you uh, are doing now until you're 50? Mm, probably not, because I'm already in that area. All right. What's your wife think about the potential of a half of a million dollars coming into your life? Um, I don't know. She, she is by far the saver between the two of us. Okay. And so she would absolutely want to squirrel it away somewhere. Um, saver but, as uh, a, as opposed to investing or do you, when you say saver, you also mean invest? Uh, also invest. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. 
get tucked away somewhere where we wouldn't touch it. So, so yeah, I'm def- this show's definitely going to have people emailing me going, oh, it must be hard, <laughs> you know, like with your situation. But you know what? You put yourself in this spot. I mean, I'm sure luck was involved to some degree, but I, 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 Brian, there was some sacrifice uh, involved with both getting your education and then applying your education and your financial decisions, correct? Yeah, I mean, we, we paid a lot of money in student loans. We paid off. It took us 10 years, but we got there. What do you think you paid off, all told, in student loans? Uh, probably about seventy or 80000 Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's the it, funny it thing. It is not a lot compared right. to some of my friends who have, you know, north of six-figure student loans. But, but And they're engineer friends, and they're not yeah. as interesting as you. Well, probably not. I mean, let's just be honest. Just a statistic. Uh, what? Anything else I can help with? I don't know if I helped with anything other than tell me I like your plan and uh, I would not refi to a 15-year mortgage. I would definitely invest the 500 and have that be your 50 to 60 money. Um, and you'll have to add more life insurance if your four-month-old daughter gets a friend, right? Sure. Anything else? Uh- That's what I'm here for. Um, excellent. Well, thanks for coming on the show. I, we do like updates, so feel free to email us if you if you have that windfall that I'm. Did you earn the windfall or is it luck? Uh, I would say a lot of it's earned. Okay. I mean, there's luck involved with everything, but yeah. uh, ma- ma- making making smart choices. Excellent. Okay. Good. And that means no one's dying, so that's good. He's just just like, well, uh, we we saw him at Christmas and. Uh, we got about six months until we're going to inherit about four hundred fifty thousand. Now that's not cool, right? I would I would say that would be a little more sketchy. Yeah, he called me Sally. I'm like, well, okay. Uh, all right, thanks for being on the show, and uh, best of luck to you. I appreciate it. Thanks for your enjoy time. being a father. Being the father of a daughter is one of the greatest pleasures in the world. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, it's been wonderful so far. Excellent. All right, that's it for this week's show. If you want to be on the show, be on the show. I like Brian. I mean, honestly, I know a lot of engineers. Our relationships haven't quite developed the way you would think because I, I just don't want to talk to them. I just can't do it. Uh, that's so rude. I'm kidding, of course. I don't mind engineers, but I hate accountants. Okay, that's it. Go to PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. That's it. I'm done talking. Go do something else. I've entertained you for like 29 minutes. Goodbye. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money right, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Released from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me E.T. Word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I bring you love, Tron Regis. It's from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. 
out of this world spaceship on my arm took me home filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the skynet and the terminator i push faders into warp speed glide with ease creating a breeze they call a black hole event horizon no rear view concerns this i adjourn and beats i burn i burn this I adjourn, and beats I burn, 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 I